Hello lovelies, welcome to today's mini episode. Now, strangely enough, this episode I'm about to introduce you to the mini one, I actually recorded a different version of it a day before yesterday. And I was just sharing my experiences of some of my estrangement that I've gone through. And then I remember I actually read a most identical experience in this book written by Joshua Coleman. Um, he wrote Rules of Estrangement and its subtitle is Why Adult Children Cut Ties and How to Heal the Conflict. Now, this book is geared towards parents who have been cut off by their adult children. But I would say even if, even if you haven't gone through that, there's still something you can take away from the book. Um, even if you are strange, say from your siblings, there's still a lot you can take away from this book as well. And if you're a parent and you're listening to me, get the book. Actually, everybody just get the book. <laughs> I always say I'm a big fan of reading and we can often learn new things from just reading, you know, new things. Anyway, so I will cover this book, just a small segment of chapter seven, just a little bit of a segment of chapter seven. And I hope you can take away something from there because the experience highlighted on just that first two, those first two pages um, of chapter seven pretty much summed up my experience, right? And I just love the way Joshua articulated it in that book in that sense. So anyway, uh, before you do that, don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe and to rate my podcast. Um, this podcast will also be available on YouTube. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And also, don't forget to join my private Facebook group, as well as the weekly support group uh, online, which is every Friday, 8pm UK time to 10pm. Okay, anyway, uh, that is all. Enjoy. So I'm just going to uh, read um, some parts of chapter seven, not all, just... um, concerning a particular story that I think resonates with many of us. Just a particular example, which I personally resonates with me, right? And I'm sure many of you listening um, would identify with this too. So chapter seven, son-in-law, daughter-in-law and the cult of one. Again, the book is by Joshua Coleman. I'm going to put the details of the book in the show notes so you can go and purchase it. This book, I think, is geared more towards parents who have been cut off by their adult children, right? So I think it would be helpful in that sense. But I guess even if you are estranged from your siblings and other family members would help you too, but it's it's a good book and stuff. But I think it's it's more geared towards um, it's more geared towards um, parents of estranged adult children. Anyway, I'll start. When Sam brought Maria home for the first time from college. She didn't make a good impression. She spent much of the evening on a couch, texting on her phone, barely engaging any of the family members in conversation, including Sammy's two sisters with whom he was very close with. Sam seemed a little embarrassed by her behaviour, but was careful not to pressure her into involvement in the family interaction. Now, straight from the get-go, you can see that um, maybe she didn't feel comfortable but either way the impression wasn't particularly great and I'm even as a mom I'm 
pretty sure if uh, I have an 18-year-old son, if he brings a girlfriend home and, you know, you're so enthusiastic to meet this person in your son's life and I guess if they come there and, you know, and it's a one-way streak, you might feel some type of way. So I think it's a normal human reaction to feel maybe a little bit disappointed. Anyway, I'll continue. She's just shy, I think, said Sam's mother to her husband and daughters after the first meeting. We're kind of a loud and overwhelming family. She was the only child. Isn't that what Sam said? I think we just need to give her time to get to know us. Sam seems happy with her and that's all that matters. So, obviously, uh, Joshua... <laughs> Uh, also put down Sam's sister's reaction, which he wrote, I think she's a bitch, said Sam's younger sister, Sarah, a high school senior. Seriously, I must have asked that girl 10 questions about her college studies, her hobbies, her family, where she grew up, whatever. I hope she makes Sam happy, but I'm just not willing to work that hard to get to know somebody. Did she even ask you one question, mum? No. But that's okay, Sam's mother said, very ever optimistic. She's probably just needs a little time to settle in. I think if she makes him happy, then that's fine. She doesn't have to be my best friend. Besides, she is his first serious girlfriend. So it's not like he's necessarily going to marry her or anything. <laughs> anyway, um, there's bits in between. But um, what transpired later was that Sarah, uh, the sister, was correct and the mum was wrong in terms of how things are going to end up. So within a year of their dating, so this is Sam and um, Sam and Maria, Sam had cut off all contact with his parents, sisters and grandparents as well as his childhood friends, everyone. Joshua goes further to explain. Like many of these cases, the, deterior the deterioration in a family relationship occurs over a surprisingly short period of time. A trail of small misunderstanding and mystifying communications construed by Sam's girlfriend and then Sam as her defender, right? So Sam will be defending his girlfriend, Maria, right, against the family who she perceives to be intentionally hurtful, hostile and manipulative on the part of uh, on basically Sam's family. Visits with Sam and Maria always ended with a furious phone call the next day <laughs> oh my goodness when I read this page it was like I was living a ground hog day it's like I was reliving something I've experienced you go to visits everything is well and then you get a call from a sibling because supposedly you said something you did something in my case me to offend the partner and you're left in a just 
like whoa, 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 whoa back up for a minute like and it's not like it, you know how sometimes manipulative people can like narcissistic abusers you they'll gaslight you you would see something and then you say it like i'm sure i saw that they'll be like no you didn't no you didn't but it was right in front of you but sometimes the things especially for me being on my and receiving on being accused of i was literally gobsmacked initially i used to think oh there's just misunderstanding then i realized later down the line there was a bigger picture so when i read this it was almost like the penny dropped for me i already knew but remember i read this book some time ago and um and this is why I do what I do. This is why I love helping people in this area here. Because I think once, um, at the time, I never knew what exactly I was experiencing. But now it, it makes sense. So anyway, I'll continue. When visits with Sam and Maria always ended with a furious phone call the next day, Sam would yell at his parents or sisters for disrespecting Maria or just not getting it oh my god this is literally like groundhog day it's like there's some i would say nothing's new under the sun there's always someone out there going through exactly the same experience as you literally and this is why i would say sharing our stories is so important look at this story and how much i can identify with it imagine how much you identify with it too right when sam's mother asked maria if she planned to have children. Sam told her that Maria was incredibly insulted by that and found it intrusive. She also said that she didn't like Sam's mother's cooking, so she didn't want to have dinner there again. <gasps> oh my goodness. When I tell you, I've experienced something very similar to this. You'll be like, no way. Yes way. What surprised Sam's family and later friends was the dramatic change in his personality. He had gone from someone who was friendly and outgoing to cold and hostile. It's like she's taken over his mind, his father told me in my first meeting. And the more we plea, the more he moves away. We try reaching out to her parents. So this is Sam's parents trying to reaching out to Maria's parents. But they had no interest in helping us and acted like we were being mean to their daughter. We said, look, we're just trying to get our kid to talk to us. It seems like ever since they've been together, he wants nothing to do with us. We don't know what we've done. But they just acted like it wasn't really any of their concern and like we had been mean to their daughter. We are happy to apologise to her if that's what it takes. But they didn't even seem willing to help us to do that. It's apparent that they are in contact with them through because we still have access to his Facebook page and we see all the activities they are all doing together. So I'm just going to read the last bit of the page um, um, on this book. And I, I really recommend you get the book because, again, especially if you're a parent with a strange kids, right? Adult children. 
This sequence is surprisingly common in my experience, writes Joshua. The adult child couples with someone who is either troubled or highly insecure. So this is the adult child couples with someone who is either troubled or highly insecure. And she feels threatened by his attachment to his family or friends. Slowly, she encourages a dissolution of any and all prior relationships until the attachment is to her and not infrequently and not infrequently her family. So this small segment of chapter seven, it does show you the vulnerability. Even if you are a mom and a dad and a sister, brothers, and you've had somewhat of a tight-knit family, um, again, I'm just going to emphasize that every family has their issues and generally they're able to resolve them. Until someone new, say like Maria, comes into the family. Now, the good thing about the book is got other examples of daughter-in-law, son-in-law examples in here. And this is why I really recommend you get the book. Um, but the characteristics that these incomers have is that they're able to persuade a very good persuasion to their spouses that their mum and dad or their brothers and sisters are just mean and evil. And somehow for the last 30 years of their life, they've just been asleep and including their friends. And before you know it, I think if he's targeting maybe just a family member, it's okay. But when you look at it, the characteristics is that is that their friends would also be cut off as well. So what is the chance of somebody coming into your life and managing to persuade you that everyone you've ever known prior to meeting you is evil and you're going to cut everybody off? So those are the vulnerabilities, unfortunately, that happened. Now, I'm going to talk, I'm going to do another episode where I'm going to talk about people coming into the family and not being accepted because that's another route to estrangement. Um, the families have a very fixed belief and who are caught up in ideologies of sustaining maybe a particular religious belief uh, ratio, uh, class. Uh, I've got quite a few of those stories to share and how this impact a, a son or a daughter, brother or sister who choose to cut contact with their family because they're just causing havoc on their new spouse. Um, so there's that coin too, as well, that exists. And um, actually one last thing, I wanna mention that in a book, um, Joshua Coleman states that it's a cult of one. <laughs> So this, the, the, the in-law is a cult of one and it says that, um, and I, I'm going to quote exactly, he says, in my clinical experience, it's not uncommon for a daughter-in-law or a son-in-law to act like a powerful cult leader enforcing absolutely obedience. One of the most potent method of this 
brainwashing is persuading that the adult child that his or her parents are bad if not outright evil so there you have it guys if your estrangement was caused by this i understand i've been there i've done that but my thing is and you know and if you've tried to make amends if you try to reach out and you're not getting anything back and you're hurting at some point you're gonna have to start rebuilding you right i could imagine as a parent if this is how your estrangement was caused it's devastating because there are other parents where it, there were, you didn't need an external person to come in to cause the estrangement. It happens because there was dynamics there, right? And this one is a particularly, I'll say it's particularly hurtful one because there are so many people get cut off in one time. This is including brothers, sisters, aunties and uncles, grandparents. Um, I understand that a, a, a family is like an ecosystem and there could be a level of dysfunction within our family, but within any ecosystem you tend to find there's always one or two people there even if there's dysfunctions in a the family they tend to be okay but when this the entire family including extended family members including friends then there's a big possibility there someone's been manipulated i'm just saying it the best thing you can do is if you've tried everything and all doors are shut is you're gonna have to find a way to try to work on you. Life is about managing relationships because we're involved with them from the day we are born to the day we die. And it's also about managing obstacles, again, because life will throw to us so many obstacles and challenges. Sometime will be our undoing, sometime done by others. The best thing we can do is to learn the skills in how to navigate this. I guess to some degree, you listening to this podcast, you've gone for estrangement and you're just looking at different ways of looking at things. So it's still a process. Give yourself time. And I understand that if this landed in your lap, you didn't see it, you didn't expect it, it's here now. So what do we do? If you were a teacher in a classroom or a professor at university and there's a problem solving and this is a problem that came up and you have to gather a student to do a brainstorming and you're leading in this brainstorming, what would you suggest? Bearing in mind the option to reach out is not really there because you've exhausted that now. What advice would you give to your students who are brainstorming? And so that advice you would give is the same advice you need to give to yourself. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I'll catch up with you again soon. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I am so happy that you guys are listening and tuning in every day to listen it makes me so so happy I'm so chuffed I feel so much love and gratitude when I see I post an episode and I see it's got 
so many plays within 24 hours that makes me so happy so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and remember if you've been affected by anything i'm discussing here i do have a private facebook group please join it is growing in numbers um every other day and most importantly i have a i've launched i've recently launched a weekly support group for people who've experienced family estrangement whether you walked away or people walked away from you it's there it's a month it's a weekly cost of 16 pound 25p or 65 pound a month right you can pay it weekly or monthly and you can cancel your subs- subscription anytime i think it's definitely worth it there's something about being in a group collective to share our group experiences that makes things a little bit better and just a little bit you feel less alone right anyway that is all guys and just again thank you so much i'm sending you positive light positive energy and bet your hugs hugs no matter where you are in the world all right catch you tomorrow on another mini episode bye